1: Quitters never give up. <laughs> uh
2: you ever had a dream? Because oh, yeah. I didn't give up, being you just you
3: gave you the answer.
0: Quitters yeah. yeah. never give up. Quitters never
1: you, give you, up. It's the words so that you, came, you, out came out of his, <laughs> out of his <laughs> mouth. mouth.
4: <You laughs> got what? about embarrassed or humiliated or ashamed. He was proud of himself.
0: Don't tell me the American
4: dream I'm not so lucky that my mind drifted as well. Richer for Don't
0: tell me the American dream is
5: dead. This is Quitters Never Give Up. Welcome to episode 25. I'm Christopher Vazalas. With me, as always, is Jen Sunshine. And of course, the one and only Mr. Hofstetter. Yeah, okay. Yum. She's uh, not in her car. She's actually on a plane right now. So she'll be on the next one. But joining us today is listener Tim Markle. Hey, Welcome everybody. Hello, Tim.
6: Hello, Tim. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> hey guys, uh, know that's know not
7: Tim, necessary. as he's the one with liquid cartoon hot sauces.
6: That's right. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing that for two or three years now.
5: Uh, I remember those hot sauces because in Janky Town, um, they did a taste test, right?
6: No, they said they were going to, and um, Beer Mug never got around to uh, giving me an address I should send some to.
7: What? <laughs> oh, we should. So Janky, the taste test.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah, super we'll Janky it. of them.
7: We won't leave you hanging.
6: Yeah,
5: I'll we send you guys sport some. Some now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the stuff I have now is super spicy, so it would probably wreck them way more than that Tabasco did.
5: All right, your connection with Kevin and Bean, you've also done a metal version of Hello Death for The Ralph Report,
6: I did, yes. It's a uh, Jen Stewart, Queen J cover. And uh, yeah, nice. it was a lot of fun.
5: So how long have you been listening to Kevin and Bean?
6: I remember as a kid, my dad used to listen to Kevin and Bean and uh, Mark and Brian. And um, so I, I didn't really get into them too much until uh, KS or KLSX kind of dissolved. After like Adam Carolla and uh, Frosty Heidi and Frank went away, I switched over to Kevin and Bean and really started getting into him at that point. But I, I've always been a fan of All Talk Radio.
8: This is cool. this is so funny because you said your dad made you listen to Kevin and Bean.
6: <laughs>
8: <laughs> that is amazing.
6: <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was a big fan of uh, Howard Stern, Kevin and Bean, and. Uh, not, not so much mark and brian but he put him on occasionally and i do remember when i was super young um you'd always bring up kevin and bean and then talk about something ralph said now who's ralph why is ralph not even in the title if he's such a big part of the show but um yeah i was i was really young and i didn't get it back then but
8: yeah that happens to me all so, the time i tell my wife ralph said this who's ralph <laughs> well,
7: it's funny he's the fun- funniest good. person on the show um because my boyfriend's the same thing and so now he know because i ramble about it so much now he gets it <laughs> and he because i've called in for on the ralph report for where does it come from a couple of times and i'll play it for him so that's the one jingle he does know so i'm slowly easing him in
5: <laughs> what's your favorite uh kevin and bean memory
6: tim most recently i had one some uh $200 in gambling chips for the guys' night out. Any of you guys at that?
8: Oh, guys' nah. night out.
6: That was poker, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm not good at poker, so I just cashed my chips out as soon as I got oh, there. Oh, come on. But <laughs> you
8: should have gambled yeah. with Kevin. How fun would that be?
6: Yeah, it would have been a lot of fun, but uh, he's, he was really good. So I wouldn't have just lost $200. So
5: There was one year oh, where he <laughs> said he was ready to go, and he lost everything that was out the first round.
8: <laughs> I don't know. About Is yet. anyone here... No poker because i've always wanted it just seems it's so random so i don't know how can you be a good
6: or bad poker player
5: well, poker i don't even know her <laughs> well done so you got some clips and stuff you want to share right tim
6: i do uh, i'm not sure if i should uh, start you off with this and now it's time for a
4: moment with kevin and speaking of sports, we're going to talk to the Dodgers manager, Don Don Mattingly. It's time for Dodger baseball. Try not
1: to call him Dong when we get him on.
4: <laughs> <All right? laughs> he totally thought you missed it. I'll make a note. But just Don is fine.
0: That was a moment with Kevin.
8: Another great choice.
6: Can you send <laughs> a one's... playlist
8: over? I'll just listen to whatever you recommend.
6: Is <laughs> right? I'll do that for you if you like. Uh, do you guys recall, what is the one time that Kevin kicked someone out of the studio?
7: I believe uh-huh. it was, uh, I want to say possibly two. For sure it was the um, uh, Scientology dude. That, was there another one?
6: No, you got it right. Uh, screech? I I, I... Okay, you got it. Yeah, I was going to say Screech.
7: Screech, <laughs> yeah. I don't,
6: I don't think Screech was actually kicked out. I, I could be wrong, but I think that they were just annoying him. and uh, I think they Yeah, I think
7: they asked him to leave and they left. But it wasn't like, do I have to call security?
6: I think they asked his friend to leave. Maybe that's it. But uh-huh. um, So, yeah. So, I found it's such a small clip. I wish there was more. Um, this is Kevin kicking out the, the Scientology guy.
4: This is not the way that we wanted this conversation to go. So, I, I want to ask you to leave. Step out, please. We're done. We're finished. We're finished. Do no, I, I, I need leave. to have somebody come physically remove you? Stand up and leave, please. Thank you.
6: Such a weird thing. Like, when you, uh, I mean, they're never really super serious. When you hearing Kevin kick someone out of the studio, it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird.
8: Well, that's another one I got yeah. to hear live. So what happened was they had legitimate questions about Scientology. They weren't confrontational, really. They're like, you know, what do you believe? Do you believe in God? Oh, uh, you know, what's Thenu? What is his name? Thenu, Thanos. But he would not answer one question. Yeah. And that's when B- or Kevin just had enough.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, he kept trying to uh, just talk Scientology every time he tried to ask him a question, if I recall. I think it was just... Uh... I think Omar or uh, the B team may have covered it at some point, but they didn't play the clip.
7: Question real quick. Do you know when that was?
6: What year? I don't recall.
7: Betty? Oh, that's got to be
8: early stuff because they did a lot of Scientology yeah. early on. Nineties, okay. I would bet.
7: Okay, okay, yeah.
6: I should have dug up some clips where uh, people get thrillered.
7: Yes. Well,
6: that'd be a <laughs> good one. I've got two more clips.
7: Wake up, it's smoked sausage o'clock, introducing the Hillshire Farm smoke sausage egg and cheese biscuit. It's smoked sausage, fluffy egg, and melted cheese all piled on top of a freshly baked made from scratch buttermilk biscuit. Only at Carl's Jr.
3: I'm Lisa May with K Rock.
0: Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Is there nothing you won't say? Really in, in not the, to laugh. In the final analysis, can they make you just That's say yes, anything? I'm a puppet. You are. And they can
4: make me say You're anything. A puppet. They
0: put their hands right up your butt yes, and they just work you true. and make you say, That's why wake I work up. Here. It's sausage o'clock.
4: It's sausage o'clock. For the o'clock. experience. It's sausage <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> I've been saying for years, there's got to be writers someplace going, she said it. They got to <laughs> bet each other and say, all right, she said that. But I right. guarantee you, if we write sausage o'clock, no way. <laughs> She will
0: eventually just say, "I have to have some human dignity," and she will just throw down the script and storm out of the room. I said, "I don't think so." All right, right. fifty bucks. Write it. Sausage o'clock. Wake up! It's sausage o'clock, and she just continues just to just to kill her soul a little 50 bit. bucks every, just
7: changed hands every day.
6: I love that. I, I love anytime Ralph's giving someone a hard time.
7: Yeah,
8: yeah. Lisa, she got some awesome. really funny commercials over the years, so. It wasn't her fault. She's a team player. I mean, she would try to rap. She would do anything. She was game for anything.
5: I'm surprised there was no bells. You know, sausage o'clock,
6: ding. <laughs> Break up with the sausage, ding. I don't
5: know.
6: All right, so the last one is the Armenian comedian. At some point, Omar had gotten him into the studio to do a podcast. Omar had taken some clips from that, and uh, he's, he's basically just messing with um, Sam the whole time.
5: Really? I didn't think Omar messed with Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Some of it's pretty uh, genius.
4: I got to give it up to Omar, who came up with the idea of (laughs) Sam the Armenian comedian doing. A podcast, and not only Sam, by the way, but Doto, and we can get around to it. Absolutely. Yeah.
5: You, know, oh, you know what? No. You know what I was. Uh, you yeah, know, our stable fi- of friends. What
2: I figured out is, like, I'm like the Rick Rubin of uh, <laughs> like producing these uh, comedy guys. You know sure. what I mean? Because let's let's face it, Sam, the Armenian comedian, he's a very very talented guy. He but, just needs somebody to
1: guide him through. But he's
4: raw. He so is. Yeah, he exactly. So he needs someone like you, a guru. Absolutely. ...to Help focus him. Absolutely. Well,
1: well, I am horrified that this exists, but apparently the entire 27-minute Armenian <laughs> Comedian Podcast is available at krock.com or com. You can check it out if you are a glutton for punishment, but I think you've just brought in a few select highlights from what you guys did, right? I
2: did, I did. This, this is like, you know you know how a movie trailer, some movie trailers, you know, just you know show you the the, the goodness? Yeah. And you go to the movie and you're kind of like, you know, let down because all the good parts were in the trailer? Right. These, there are so many good parts— Right. To this thing. And it's I think it's more enjoyable in long form. Is
4: that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. no matter what so, this sounds like, you're going to love the you're longer. You're going to love okay. the longer The version. movie is better than the trailer. Because How here, often do you hear that?
2: Because here on this show, you know, for time's sake, we have to edit stuff
4: down. Of plus, of course, you know I mean? plus, people would leave the show right. if we played too much Sam. <laughs> and,
1: and let me just give a 15-second uh, back, background for folks who've never heard of the Armenian comedian. He is a listener of the Kevin and Bean show who fancies himself a comedian and a rock singer and a ma- magician. And, and a clown. Feel- And a clown, right? And uh, he's kind of the cancer of the show. I would say he goes through periods (laughs) where he's in remission on our program. But for whatever reason, he's just flaring up big time right now, thanks to Omar.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, it was the first podcast, so uh, I thought we would need a theme song for it. Okay. And so I tell Sam, I'm like, you know, you have a name for the podcast, and he's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to play you a bet, and you just go for it and record your intro. Oh, I like okay. it, because
4: you do the intros for this show. Exactly. But not for his. No, 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 All no, right. no. So,
2: uh, for time's sake, at the point that we pick up on the tape, we're about 30 seconds in. Okay.
9: oh.
3: oh, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> Are you going to say the name of the show at any time? This is your intro to your show. Yes. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, baby, why don't you get on the phone? Oh, on the I army mean, yeah,
4: and variety show Variety show? Uh-huh. Get on the phone Get on the
8: phone? Why don't you give <laughs> me some your meat?
3: Because he wants some of the meat or something. What the hell? All right, I'm in. Yeah, right? I'm telling you. I'm
2: in. So throughout the podcast, you know, I'm the guy. because Sam, you know, I keep telling him, dude, I think we're losing the listeners. You got to tell comedy. What do you want to talk about next? Okay, so uh, here is him uh, telling a joke. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell a joke. Let's do it.
4: Yeah. Why am I? Why am I conjecture? That's a comedy llama. That's the comedy llama. He was just that you? Ignores yeah, it. Yeah, so me. you're interrupting him with oh, yeah. that sound, absolutely. And it doesn't throw him off. Oh, by the way, he's so stoned right here. <laughs> okay.
2: Just if uh, you were wondering what that was.
3: Yeah. Uh, what my what why Michael Jackson? Why Michael Jackson? Why, why Michael Jackson? Llama, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that
0: a horny jackass you got back there?
1: Is that that it? Yeah, that's it. Eh? That's brilliant, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So you invite you invite him down to do the podcast,
4: and then you just torture him while he tries. Yes.
2: I don't yes. know what you hear, being I hear we're having a good time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you two are having a real fun time.
2: Yeah, he. Uh, and then he, here he is, asked me. And keep in mind, I'm the guy who says yes or no or what I think is good for the show. Right. So he asked me to do something here.
4: And I want to do some uh, Macarena of oh,
2: mine. It's called Get Up and Dance. I don't do f-ing Macarena. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. did he say some macarena of mine yeah he
2: wants to do some macarena he had I, his own special at macarena? that point i had no idea what he was talking about and yeah. y- you know for some, you just got to keep going of on of course sam because if you try to figure out what he's talking about oh, you're it's... gonna waste countless hours of course okay uh here check this out
8: come on sam the show's sucking so far and the way we go quick like how many people would turn the station when sam came on I'm not one. I have a, like a four-hour chunk of Sam on my iPod I listen
6: to. <laughs> you, are, you are a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stand Sam, but uh, when they're messing with him, it's pretty pretty tolerable. Well, that's
8: moment. what I mean. I don't mean I listen to Sam. I listen to Kevin and Bean and Sam. <laughs> Great. Right. List, Sam, that was amazing stuff.
5: That, that was. That much. was really good. Really good Pre- deep cut stuff. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, let's move on to the podcast roundup.
3: Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it. When
7: you want her to promote your podcast, we got it. Oh, oh, oh. Say hello
3: to blue happy Jay goodbye Jay. to the
6: blue janky podcast. <laughs> I like it. All
5: right. This week, we'll start with the Ralph Report. And the Ralph Report was back. Uh, so Ralph was on vacation last week. Steve was on vacation this week, and um, the long awaited return of Eddie Pence, because Eddie Pence was off the week before and uh, last week. They do a sequence about farting. Farting is a big theme on all the podcasts this week, but this one leads to uh, A Moment with Ralph.
3: And now,
5: A Moment with Ralph. Um.
0: So we played that, right? and I played the parody song. My favorite part of the Your day. Your favorite part
5: of, part of the My whole... My
0: favorite part of the day. That was A Moment
6: with Ralph. That was
5: yeah, good. Ralph was uh, in rare form where he was just kind of having a hard time this week, and he admitted <laughs> to having a hard time.
6: Yeah.
5: Uh, but uh, then Eddie, Eddie just couldn't stop laughing because he, he played a parody song about farting, and of course, it just makes Eddie just crack up. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Look
0: at you. That's amazing. Look at you laughing. That was fun. Like a f- damn fool. Well, ha- <laughs> okay, I'm laughing at the song, true. But then half me is thinking about them in the sound booth recording it. And then the engineer going, yeah, that was a good take. Let's do one more. <sighs> and I have to sing that again. Completely serious. Oh, I doubt they did more than one take, quite <laughs> frankly. So there's Bobby, Jimmy, and the oh, uh, and the Critters for oh, all you fans awesome. out there who wanted me to play more music. More. Bobby. Let's do another one. Bobby, no, let's not. Let's do one a day. That'll be quite <laughs> sufficient. That's my happy hit. <sighs> somebody farted. Yeah, I heard the lyrics <laughs> of Somebody Farted. That's the title of the song, too, by the way, in case <laughs> well, you're, you would imagine, you're yeah, curious and you want be. to hunt it down for yourself. I might somebody farted oh i don't God. believe i believe that is on the album uh ugly knuckle butt <laughs> check that out
5: <laughs> i have to get it now child <laughs> yeah that whole that whole clip of the parody song just had eddie cracking up the whole time and i couldn't stop laughing with eddie
6: that's great and he's, it's his happy hit <laughs> it's yeah
7: <laughs> well with them being off for a uh, well I mean, we had the Steve show, which was great, but having them off for a week, on weeks that they don't record, I will sit there and go, what day is it? Is it TV Tunes Tuesday? Is it One Hit Wonder Wednesday? I don't know where I'm at when they don't have a show out. So, I mean, (laughs) much needed vacation, but I don't know what day it is.
6: Having uh, Eddie out, actually, the week before, uh, resulted in Ralph playing my uh, Steve Ashton jingle.
5: Steve, Steve,
6: Steve Ashton.
5: All right, on Sex you, they talked about breaking your penis, which resulted in this uh, classic gem from Ralph. It's refreshing.
0: It's not <laughs> refreshing. You're not Uh-oh. cracking open a cold one. You're, like, oh, <laughs> you're cracking. Ah, I feel so much better. I just had so much tension, but now feel...
5: <laughs> I'm just
10: relieved. Oh,
0: now I feel so much more relaxed now that my penis is an angry eggplant color <laughs> and is making a right angle.
7: Oh, oh. Uh.
0: <laughs> That makes me so much happier. Thank God, it's good to be Iranian. Oh,
6: That's I, what I missed. I missed the uh, uh. yeah. I skipped it. Yeah, I can't, I can't listen to injury talk.
7: No, I sat there with my legs crossed. Just I don't even have a penis, and I'm going. Ow.
8: Yeah, and you did. That's funny. <laughs> in 2010, they did a call in the worst pain you ever felt, and like the whole time I'm like I'm almost throwing up. Even so, there's a lot of pain going on this week on the uh, the various podcasts and stuff.
5: Uh, they do the grossest in Monday in history. They do a head to head taste test of the Jack in the Box taco versus the Burger King taco, which I, I couldn't listen to. I had to turn that off. I'd rather <laughs> listen to the penis story. Wait, um, that's worse than chocolate covered cicadas. I'd eat, I'd eat a dozen before I'd eat a oh, taco I for love one of those jack
8: places. in the box tacos. Because you know they're terrible for you. They're just oil, but still, there's something about them.
5: It's but, that um, American cheese that they put in there. Uh, I don't know. I just could never get my head around eating one. And he said, you know, they, they do in a pinch, like at 2 a.m. There's always a guy out there selling tacos where I, where I live. You know, you could just oh, buy one too. off of the truck somewhere.
8: You cannot get away from tacos in Southern California. So, yeah, you're right about that.
5: Moving on to Town, We get Dave's reaction on the Clippers losing to the Suns. Omar answers his question on whether he's a Laker fan or a Clipper fan.
2: Yeah, man, but you know, I dude, uh the Clippers, they entertain the crap out of me, man, but uh I'm done rooting for them, dude. Laker baby, Lakers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, Muggs? Hell yeah. What to begin with? I told you that to begin
4: with, Omar.
5: Yeah, the Clippers are just a fountain of sadness. I don't understand how how there was even a decision there. Omar pulled a Clark Griswold.
2: It was just chill. Like there was like I almost killed my family once. There's one little small turn you have to take,
5: and I took it, and I went wrong, um, uh, wrong, wrong way. I was I was a wrong way driver. Did you guys see that video with the bears going into the lake in Lake Tahoe?
7: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I oh, just pictured yeah, Jen when he was walking in doing the impersonation. Yeah, the oh, bear- I'm just gonna go into the water and <laughs> take a swim. Well,
8: what would that the that- bears say, Jen, when he took a swim?
7: I can't get out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Beer mug told us an inspirational story of his time coming home from Fourth of July, and, uh, inventing a new service for the Life Alert system.
4: I've fallen and I've shit my pants, and i <laughs> so <laughs> close.
2: Do they have a little uh, a little <laughs> necklace for that one? <laughs> yes. I've fallen and I've shit my pants.
6: I wanted to make a fake commercial for that. That'd be brilliant. Oh, you,
7: you got to. You should.
5: They also addressed some of their recent audio issues, and then Dave made this joke. Would you say that it's been janky? I would huh? say
2: it's been yeah. janky. Huh? Well,
5: you know, so well, then
2: we're the right town for it. Uh,
3: <laughs> okay, hold on hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs>
0: on. You got, you got him. <laughs> thank you, thank you.
5: But the highlight of this episode was they introduced us to my new favorite superhero. Not since Winnebago, man, has there been a greater hero, someone to inspire us to do more, to reach greater heights. Let's hear Omar introduce us to Superhuman T-Shirt.
2: Guy who, um, is going to take some Roman candles to to to, this, to his back. He takes his shirt off and everything.
8: Oh, okay. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So let, let, oh, let's boy. see how
2: this goes. Happy 4th July, motherfucker. This is Superhuman TV Show. Today I'm going to get hit with fireworks. Okay, first of all, I don't even what, know what, what his name is. <laughs> is it Frankie McDonald?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, to to me, it sounded like stupid, 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 I was like, what? Let's listen to that again.
6: Happy 4th July, motherfucker
2: This is Superhuman TV Show. Today I'm
1: <laughs> yeah, My was fucker. it like super? Was it like superhuman something? I don't know. Like sim- yeah. superhuman something. I can't make you it. something. Man. Let's try to Let's try to make
0: out his name. Okay, what, what's it. his name?
2: This is superhuman t show. Today
7: I'm gonna get... <laughs> Super I got it. Superhuman T-shirt. Superhuman T-shirt.
3: <laughs> it's superhuman T-shirt. Are, are, superhuman
2: right,
7: T-shirt.
3: Right, one, one, more th- one more time. One more time. <laughs>
2: This is Superhuman T-shirt. Today I'm going to Okay, I don't I can't make it out. Right. Superhuman T-shirt. Okay, Superhuman I mean, super right. T-shirt. That's what it is. Okay. It's yeah, Superhuman yeah. T-shirt. Okay, let's go let's move on. This is Superhuman T-shirt. Today I'm going to hit with fireworks. <laughs> this is for chocolate, to chocolate. Do not try this at
3: home. I hope you like it. Woo! woo. <laughs> like that bitch. Up. Fuck this shit.
2: Ah, that shit. that one actually fire.
3: missed.
2: That one missed too. Here we go. That one hit him.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
5: Holy moly. And then Omar goes on to play. <laughs> Omar goes on to play my favorite part of the video, too. Um, shit. Wait, so
8: what's going on here? Is wow. he, are the fireworks hitting him?
5: Yes. Yeah. This guy. He's a juggalo, and he did this video for the juggalos and juggalettes,
6: and um, he has
5: what looks like his dad shooting a Roman candle at his back.
6: (laughs) Smart. He's just a a normal-looking kid, right? He doesn't have makeup on, if I remember correctly.
5: No, no, he just looks like a regular guy. But uh, this is my favorite part of the video, too. But
2: my favorite part is this last part. Listen to him cry. (laughs) Did anyone help him? Uh, no. Oh, well, he did God. it. On, he did it on purpose. Yeah, his buddy was shooting him, and he was. He just fell to the floor, and he's like, ah, yeah, and the video yeah, just ends. The know, video just ends. You know what? What people do stupid shit. They usually have like precautions. Like, all right, let's Dave. Dave. Do you think these guys had the foresight? Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Do, you do, think- do
0: I think Superhuman t shirt had yeah. the foresight? No. Do, oh. do you have safety precautions? No. Yeah, you're right. Come
8: on. I will say uh, this. Listening to Superhuman t shirt makes me think Kevin's a paragon of safety.
5: <laughs> well, I can't wait for the Marvel movie. Superhuman t shirt needs to be an Avenger like, right away. There you go. And beer mug needs to play him like this.
3: I'm superhuman T-shirt guy, and I'm gonna <laughs> take Roman <candles laughs> off a
5: <my> chest. <laughs> 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 yeah, All right, no. Oh. Titles for
8: superhuman T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Oh,
5: I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. Know. Yeah, I just need more of superhuman T-shirt.
7: They brought up a very interesting debate um, on that last podcast with regard to grilling food, and had they said grilling is gross, that <laughs> has carcinogen to it. Well, I don't think they were I don't think they they didn't debate it. I was debating it in my head listening to it, going, Oh hell no, grilling is so good. And I think they don't know what they're doing when they when they do it. It's like most of the time when you're grilling your food, your food isn't directly over the coals. And if you have a gas grill, this doesn't apply to you. And <laughs> that's not grilling. Um but no you would have to um Usually the the coals go, especially if you have a Weber as a round circular. You have the coals on one side, and then the smoke and the heat circulates. That's what cooks the food and gets the flavors in there. And they were like, "Oh no, they were just basic grillers." So
5: I don't think it was a debate. I think it was just um, Dave, you know, trying to make fun of Omar for the Classic Dad podcast. Had a grill? Is that what it was on? Episode two. Oh,
7: okay. Oh, it was an
5: article. It was an article, but they had a master griller on, on the Classic dad, and they've been promoting that whole grilling and stuff. And so I think it was Dave like poking fun at Omar.
7: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
5: Because I don't think Dave will turn down any kind of barbecue.
8: I don't know. He'll choose the oddest things to say he hates, like uh, turkey on Thanksgiving or in and out Burger. Oh, that's terrible. So I could see him saying, oh, grilling, that's terrible.
5: Yeah, maybe he would order a half salad at a barbecue. I'm not sure. Moving on to Cupitina chat. This week, Allie and Bean, they named a baby. They had a mission failure on the listener quiz. We find out that Tom Hanks is a radio nerd. And Allie wasn't a fan of Radiohead, which I am totally on board with. They introduced us to a professional whistler named Molly Lewis, which was really good and much better than Radiohead. But I want to focus on hot dog talk. They did a whole long segment of hot dog talk on the Wednesday podcast, and uh, they start off with a choking story.
7: He was able to dislodge a third piece of hot dog that he described, quote, as big as my thumb. How what much was hot
1: dog was she smashing into her face? Did she Ram. think she was in Coney Island on the 4th of July? Like, what's your hurry, lady? Slow down and chew. Slow
7: down. Was she trying to impress her date? Like, watch me take the hot dog. What is going on with this woman?
5: Dating tips from Allie, don't shove a hot dog down your throat for the first date. <laughs> but then Bean gives us a full-on explanation of a long, perplexing story for mankind.
1: And I know this sounds like a like a hacky comedian doing a bit, but for decades now, people have said, why can't the number of hot dogs in a package match the number of buns in a package, Right. You've heard that that old argument before, right? There's now a petition going on in Canada that has over 17,000 petitions that is demanding that the companies line this thing up. But this is the first time that I have ever seen somebody in the food service industry address why it is they're so wildly out of whack. Janet Riley is the vice president of communications and public affairs at Maple Leaf Foods in Canada. And she Mm -hmm. says that hot dogs were actually consumed alone long before buns even existed. She says hot dogs were made in natural casings that remained on the hot dog when you ate them, and they were commonly eaten with a knife and fork. Now, she previously was the... Can you even imagine eating a hot dog with a knife and fork, by the way? Is that something... It's
7: very classy. It is. I think so. No!
1: She was previously the president of the U.S. National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, and she explained that people used to go to the deli and order the specific number of hot dogs that they wanted. It wasn't until Mm -hmm. the early 1940s when hot dog wieners began being produced uniformly in cellulose casings to help ensure that every dog was the same size. About that time, hot dog buns were introduced and were made using baking pans that held four buns. I'm telling you, this is a deep dive right here. These skinless wieners were sold in packages that were typically 10 to the pack, but baking pans baked four buns at a time, so two sets of four buns were sold in an 8 bun package. So that, going all the way back to the 1940s, is when wow. the disparity began, which I say to you, 80 years later, doesn't it seem like they should have been able to figure out a way to get on the same page? It has to be infuriating for you, as it is for everyone else, Allie, when you end up with leftover buns because you're out of dogs, right?
7: It is upsetting on so many levels. And then you think, well, I'll just go feed the ducks, right? Right. Is my mic not working? Because I feel like.
1: <laughs> it's, no, your mic, unfortunately, is working fine. Okay. I just have no idea what you're talking about. So, in other words, what you're saying is the leftover buns, you don't worry about waste. You don't worry about what you're going to do with them because you have no dogs. You just take them outside and feed the ducks.
7: Yes. Do you have ducks?
1: So anyway, I guess the reason I bring all this up is to say, even though, and you remember it was a big scene in the Father of the Bride movie where Steve Martin gets arrested because he goes on a tirade in the grocery store and starts ripping buns apart. Here we are 35 years later and the problem still persists. I don't know that this petition is going to change anything, but it is at least, at least there are people out there who are working on the tough questions. That's all I have to say.
9: I appreciate it. Thanks for that info, Bean.
8: Listen to how excited Bean is. Cause he made this matchup. He found out why buns come in one package and hot dogs in another. Go back and listen to that. And he is just a pig and slop.
5: <laughs>
8: I love how into it he is.
5: Well, all I could think about was just in Ali's head, this had to be playing. That's not info
8: no doubt. Over and over.
9: That's not info B.
5: And that story went nowhere. He didn't give us a place to petition to have the buns the same amount. Uh, I- I don't know what his point of the story was, but it was it was awesome to hear how excited he was and how just done with it. Allie was just like, uh, do you have ducks?
8: He just totally went past that. He just ignored it.
5: <laughs> yeah. The bonus episode this week was an episode where they interviewed Richard Blade. This is a great interview. This is worth the upgrade. If you're not at the colossal disaster level, you need to for this interview. There's so much history, specifically K-Rock history and it also has like a really good message let's listen to this clip really quick about him applying for kmet
10: Uh, then one of the stations the program director at kmet and i didn't put her name in the book because in 1987 i was doing a grand opening of the red onion for k-rock and she came along and she wasn't working in radio anymore and my career was like through the roof at that point and she came up to me and she said, oh, congratulations on everything. And I so felt like saying to her, you know, in 1978, I sat across from you and your desk and I passed you my resume and everything I'd done and all the press cuttings, because I was doing gigs for Michael Jackson at the time and stuff like that. And you laughed and pushed them back at me. And you said the words, you'll never work in this town with that accent. I said, you just crushed me. And I stood outside of Metromedia Square on the sidewalk, and I said, well, F you, and her name. Uh, I said, one of these days I'll get a gig in this town.
6: That, uh, yeah, that was super entertaining listening to that. Yeah,
5: all the stories, the you know, all the drug use at K-Rock, that was pretty crazy. The drug use at MV3. Edwin, do you remember MV3, the TV show?
8: Was that the cable video show that he did?
5: No, it was a show that was on, like, Channel 9. I remember that growing up. I remember all my friends had MTV, but I listened to MV3.
8: Oh yeah yeah Maybe it, I didn't have cable either. Yeah that's right. It, so he hosted that. Richard Blade hosted that.
5: Yeah. And okay. the the owner like uh, you know snorted the whole budget for that show and that's how that show got off the air. Yeah, the whole episode was just awesome. It was a great episode, lots of history, lots of just interesting facts about everything from K-rock to just how to how to get a
6: job in the business and how to follow your you know your dreams.
8: Have you guys read his book?
6: The world in my eyes i haven't i, uh, I looked it up right after hearing that <clears throat> and I, I think i'm gonna if there's an audio version I'm definitely do it
8: yeah every time you yeah. go on kevin and beat i'm like this guy's had a, an incredible life the people he's met the things he's done and i always mean to buy the book and i keep forgetting so i'm like yeah i think i'm gonna buy it tonight and i'll read it
5: yeah it got me excited for the book too i yeah just like you i've always heard him talk about it and gone i need to pick that up are we ready for the week that was edwin Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time.
3: One, two, three.
0: It's a new day. It began. It began. Our feature presentation. Oh, week well,
9: 2012.
8: 2012. So good. Love that. Okay, this is the week that was 2010. Uh, kind of a lot of big stuff going on, but I'm going to start off with something
0: small. Congratulations to Craig Ferguson and his wife, Megan. They are expecting a baby, Craig. Tweeted the news yesterday morning. Here's the following tweet that Craig released into the Twitterverse. Holy crackers. Mrs. F is pregnant. How did that happen? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know how. Another Ferguson arrives in 2011. The world trembles. So congratulations (laughs) to those guys. Holy cracker. Holy crackers. That's a funny phrase.
8: Mm -hmm. I only bring that up because our guest, uh, Queen Jen, she said, holy crackers. And I thought that was so cute. So you're not the Mm -hmm. only one, Jen.
6: You were on the podcast with uh, Queen Jay, weren't you, Tim? Yeah, I it was. Uh, it's up on YouTube now, so if anyone's listening to this and interested, just type in uh, Jen Stewart or Jen R-E-N Stewart, and it, it should pop up there.
5: Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty cool. You're, you're eating Australian and Canadian and American chocolates? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of those
6: were really good.
8: A yeah. lot of them, but some work. That's what it uh, you're not saying.
6: <laughs> I didn't like the Rolos, and uh, I forget which else I didn't like. But uh, I mean, they weren't their candies. Candy, so it's still edible. Fair enough. Yeah, I recently got a bunch of
5: uh, English candy sent over, and the chocolate is way different. Gotta mm-hmm. say that. I um, it. I know that Jan brought it up, and it was brought up to me that we use too much high fr- high fructose corn syrup and not real sugar, so it yeah. tastes a little bit better. It tastes a lot better, actually. But it I'm spoils right. faster. I noticed that there was a, a couple of pieces that we didn't eat right away. And uh, when we opened them up, it was already kind of white. You know, you have American candy, last forever.
8: Another big story this week was the Mel Gibson tapes came out. And they played a lot of them. And I'm not going to bring clips because they're very uncomfortable, actually. He was a psychotic person. Was? (laughs) I know. What a surprise. But Kevin and Bean can make something funny. So they had an instant request. It was Sean Connery. Talking to Mel Gibson.
9: Romel, it's Sean Connery. I just wanted to check in and see how you were doing. You look like a f- bitch on heat. And if you get f- by a pack of, f- it'll be your fault. whoa, whoa, hold on a second there, Braveheart. And I'll tell you if some f- me, it'll be the best piece of ass they've ever gotten. I'm
3: telling you, I'm just telling you the truth.
9: I know you are. That's one of the things I love most about you. You're very honest. I don't like it. Oh, I know. And I know you know how to handle a woman, too, with the back of your hand. That's provocative. It certainly is. Well, listen, Mal, I just wanted to say hi. I've got to go because, let's face it, I've got my own to smack up. Don't hang up for me. I have plenty of energy to drive over there. You understand me? I certainly do. That's a great idea. We can double I'll take her in the And, of course, you can have a because I know you love the
3: You need a bat on the side of the head.
9: All right? How about that? And you need a golf club shoved up your how about that you just showed me what you are you're right i apologize mel that was out of line how can i make it up to you you should just smile and me because i deserve it i don't know if you deserve it mel i saw edge of darkness and i think you're losing it (laughs)
5: holy
9: shit someone
8: (laughs) Once again, Ralph, making lemonade out of lemons. He can make even something terrible like that funny. Now, this reminds me of another feature I'm trying to keep alive, and it's called Orphan Clips. So when this whole thing was going on, I remembered that Mel Gibson was on an episode of The Simpsons. So I sent this to Bean.
4: The problem I have is people love me so much, they never criticize me. I speed all the time, but cops never give me a ticket. If I don't pay my taxes,
8: the IRS pays them for me. Oh, you poor
4: thing. It's hell being Mel.
8: So he didn't have the problem about being liked too much at this time, I'll tell you that. That (laughs)
6: was a great episode.
8: It was a fantastic episode. (laughs) Now, this reminds me, in addition to orphan clips, I'm going to try to do prediction clips. So I'm going to play a clip that I predict Bean is going to use on his podcast because I just think it's too good not to.
9: Now then, children, it's time for tea. I will not have my schedule interrupted.
8: So we got a tea reference. We got a schedule reference. So... By the time this gets posted, people will know if I was right or wrong. If Bean liked it, or not.
5: <laughs> and also uh, Richard Blade says schedule. Everybody pointed that out to to Bean.
8: Oh, Bean must have loved oh. that. And yeah, he said the, that's the main reason he had him on. I bet.
5: Yeah, but he said schedule, not schedule. It, oh, he
8: said it, it, it wrong. Oh, sorry. He said Bean it the American it. way. The American way, the right way.
5: <laughs> All right, back to the week that was.
8: <laughs> Up next, this is something for years they mocked Beans about beans, mucked bean about, you might have heard him say, oh, you know, curiosity is such an attractive quality. And I'd kind of forgotten where it came from. And here it is.
4: Yesterday, Ralph was doing a story about Elle McPherson, and she was talking about the qualities that you should have if you want to become a supermodel. She says (laughs) there are a lot of pretty girls out there, but the ones that really make
0: it as supermodels have curiosity, natural instinct, and a willingness to learn. That's true. Those supermodels are a bright, bright they bunch. They really
4: are. The real, the big ones? <laughs> Most of them come from
0: MIT. Yes, they are. That's Super right. smart. <laughs> Elle also says it's important to be flexible. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. Wear yeah. your ankles free rings. I don't think, think that's... That's, that's right. He's right.
6: got a little carried away. I,
4: uh, I appreciate her. Now, <laughs> you, you could hear in the timing that Ralph was done and we were moving on to the next story. It was over. Because I didn't want to interrupt right. his
1: flow. Because So I intentionally right. waited till right. he's
4: done.
0: This, this certainly wasn't interrupting my flow with this speed bump. I uh, I appreciate her
1: pointing out that curiosity is a fantastic trait, not just in a woman, but in anyone. That's uh, a, a trait that I definitely look for in people. What the, the hell just happened? Is that saying, a real sentence? Yes. I think it makes for a far more interesting person if they are curious about the world
4: around them. So Bean goes back to curiosity, and he just wants to point out that that's a very important trait. And um, the reason is because no one cares what Bean has to say. Yeah, That's <laughs>
3: a, no one's that furious. It's
0: right. a thinly veiled slap at us. Right, exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. At, it it well, really—it wasn't at, it, at it everyone wasn't intended in the world. Be at <laughs>
1: everyone who does yes. want to hear what he has at to say. At everyone in the
4: world, because what Bean says hits home with no one. So he really just thinks if, if people were more curious, then that would be great. I'd be
3: a god. <laughs>
4: yes. So I think Lisa sums it up the best when she re- responds.
7: And will listen to all the crap that you spew <laughs> out every single day. He just wants
4: somebody that doesn't reject him immediately
7: yeah. when he starts
0: talking.
4: I'm just saying it's an attractive quality.
0: That's attractive. my only point. Nobody's curious enough to have to listen to what you have to say. So that's the yeah. original.
8: that. They would mock him for years about curiosity being an attractive quality. It's kind of an esoteric point, but still a funny clip.
5: <laughs> I, I bet you that model he took a picture of while getting on the plane was curious. It was very curious.
8: <laughs> yeah, curious who was stalking her, sure.
5: Uh, what else you got, Edwin?
8: Kevin and Bean discovered something called the Can-Witch. So they had the um, the inventor of the can on.
1: We wanted to find out more about this revolutionary new product, the Can-Witch, and we have the inventor of the can on the phone. He is Theodore Cord, and he joins us on the Kevin and Bean Show right now. Uh, can we call you Ted?
3: Yes, please do. Please call me Ted. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Kevin. and me, how are you? We're good. How are you? I couldn't Go. be happier. It's such a pleasure to be on your show, don't
5: you know? <laughs> is that Ted? How? Are you <laughs> okay?
1: I just uh, you caught me by surprise. You sound like someone I know. Well, listen, Mr. Cord. Yes. the The can is oh, a fantastic it a great thing. It is. Tell us how you came up with it, sir.
3: Well, I was on a picnic with my my girlfriend my gal pal, as I call her, mm. and we were going on a picnic, and we had a lovely lunch all prepared, put in a big knapsack, don't you know? And so she sat down, and she went to lean back on the knapsack, and all our sandwiches were f- f- flattened. Oh, oh. Flattened as flat as a pancake, which isn't bad if you're eating pancakes. But this was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the peanut butter and the jelly was all over the inside of the wax paper. And you had to suck on the wax paper to get it off. And it was a horrible mess. And I said, wait a minute. This could be a blessing or a curse. So I decided to take this inspiration and
4: make the sandwich. So, So it's a sandwich (laughs) in a can. There's PB&J. Yeah. And there's also barbecue chicken sandwiches. We got two
3: kinds of jam. Strawberry or grape, don't you know? <laughs> so it's in a sturdy can.
4: Uh-huh. And like okay. the one I have
3: here, and then you open it up, and now you've got a delicious serve. Oh, mm, so good. Mm. Right. eat it right now, yeah. No, oh, it's, it's good for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, anywhere you go that you're afraid you might crush your sandwich. Forgive
4: me for, for having this negative attitude, but my first reaction to this was, this is going to be a sucky sandwich. <laughs> no, it's delicious. Because it's in a can. No, you
3: can your hunger. That's what we say at can, which <laughs> open up a can of whoopee.
8: <laughs> so I'll take any excuse to play an Edwin clip. Just curious from the from the crowd here. I'll start with Tim. Did you ever know who Edwin was?
6: Uh did I know who he was impersonating? Yeah. Uh, at the time, I could tell you uh yes, I know who Edwin is, but uh, at the time I wouldn't be able to say, okay, that's who he's impersonating. I just knew oh. the name and that they're uh, Johnny Depp did a movie. Yeah.
8: Oh, so you found out later. Yeah. How about you, Jen? Did no, you know who Edwin was? Johnny
6: Depp did Ed Wood. Oh there yeah. But Ed Wood. There you go. <laughs> a moment with Tim. Either way, I never saw it. <laughs>
7: I did Jen. know who he was because he was a voice for, I want to say the Mad Hatter for Alice in Wonderland or something to that effect. Or one of those movies, like from the old one, like in the fifties or something like that.
5: Yeah, the original Alice in Wonderland. I think he was the yeah. Mad Hatter. Yeah.
7: Like Hatter. Yeah.
5: Well, yeah, I I, that- I remember Edwin from The Twilight Zone.
8: Oh,
7: great. Edwin was on yeah, an episode
5: uh-huh. of The Twilight Zone where he was uh, a salesman that cheated death basically.
8: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's also in Mary Poppins. He plays Uncle Albert. Yes. So yeah, a lot of Disney stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a really old old-time comedian, even before my time. But I, I, it just oh. always cracked me up to think Ralph's doing an Edwin impression. I'm, I'm thinking of the Waken Bakers, you know, trying to win their tickets to Blink One Eighty Two, and Ralph's doing his voice. So that just made it funnier <laughs> to me.
6: I thought that was going to go into the vomit. Do you guys remember where they'd end pretty much every call in with the uh, excessive vomiting?
8: Yes. Yes. The summer of vomit. Oh, it was, it was awesome. I love this. <laughs> hey, another thing that happened in 2010 was Inception came out this week. And check it out. Ralph got... Oh, God, now Kevin's in my head. Leonardo DiCaprio. It was like a seven-minute interview. (laughs) Now, looking ahead a little bit, I'm going to tease the week that was for next week. Comic-Con was the big news. Now, people wondered, after years of mocking Kevin and Bean, why did they suddenly change their mind and go to Comic-Con? Well, I think I found out why.
0: I'm going to be um, hosting the panel that will be discovering and exploring the film Salt at Comic-Con Oh, really? at the end of the month. So, so she'll be there along. as well? We're still waiting for some confirmation, but there's a chance that Angelina and I could be hanging out on stage.
4: you need some help of any kind? Nope. You I got it covered. <laughs> I got it covered.
0: Thanks. I'll bring you Thanks, coffee. Thanks, man, who mocked the Comic-Con for 47 years. No, oh, let's all go. Oh, I can't wait to be there. Oh, it's going to be fun. No, sir. No, sir, I
8: say. So pretty exciting times. Kevin and Bean finally saw the light, and they went to Comic-Con in 2010. Uh, last thing just uh just ask this question of our celebrity guest uh bean what did you think of the show today
1: i love edwin as you know
8: oh thank you Bean. i appreciate that <laughs> so that's the week that was 2010 that's awesome
5: yes wonderful great clips from the week that was 2010 jen did you have a, a flashback that needed um, no introduction
7: i i do um and it doesn't and here we go
4: i'm saying they jailed a donkey that's what I'm saying. Well, they, that's
7: crazy. They yeah. put have
4: to convince me. I know. I, they do. I'm with you. I'm they saying, put a donkey in jail.
7: I'm saying.
0: Really? Yeah, they that's put a donkey I, in jail. No. What that's I'm, what I'm saying. Why? No, what I'm saying is are you really going to make this phone call?
4: Um, only yes. <laughs>
9: Didn't to you try to do this
0: while seat? I was on
4: vacation no. last week? No, Didn't no, we did try not. to sneak this past? Not brand no. new story. This just came no. no, out uh, I'm pretty today, sure I, I heard think.
0: through the grapevine mm, that you already no. gave this ago.
1: No, <laughs> I
9: think you were sitting in your house with no radio. No.
0: With
1: no less TV. than
0: spectacular results.
1: Okay, sure. Ralph, if somebody is suggesting to you that on Friday's show we made several phone calls over the course of an excruciatingly long 10 minute period and what weren't even able to get anything other than a busy signal, if somebody were to say that to you,
4: then they might be stretching the truth because that clearly wouldn't happen on this show correct so here's the story ralph this is a great story this uh this donkey kicks a dude and then another dude comes to help the dude that got kicked and the donkey kicked him as well they put him in jail they put the donkey in the jail that they keep drunken and disorderly you know prisoners well that's what, no the,
9: place for a donkey was the
4: donkey drunk it does not say <laughs> no. it's a good question but I think our point Ralph is that the donkey is not
1: going to to be improved the donkey's not going to learn his lesson because now he's in jail. He's not
4: using that time to think about his behavior. Yes. Here, o- here's my point. Officer Sinar Gomez says around here if someone commits a crime they are jailed. It doesn't matter who they are. My wow. okay. my idea is and then they put the donkey in jail.
0: Commercial, But don't you have questions? You're finished. No, there's nothing that will be solved by you making another international phone call. Because every time you do it, it
4: ends in disaster. What if you found out that they also put a bull in jail one time and also a dog in jail? They put them in jail. So let's call. Come on. No, (laughs) let's not call.
0: Let's call. Spanning the globe,
9: Kevin and Bean investigate stories from around the world. They are Kevin and Bean. Foreign correspondence.
4: Okay. All right, get to the bottom of this story. No, you What's won't. The, uh, my point?
0: Or try again. Or call customers. God damn it! This is what I'm saying. This <laughs> never works out. Why do you waste the dark, right. our time? The listeners try the time Crown time Plaza with these to get to the bottom of these stories. Why are they putting a burrow in jail? When you have gotten through in the past, people have a very
4: just rudimentary knowledge of what you're talking about. At uh, best, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, this is going to work, though. Oh, she gave us it. might come over here and dial a different number. All right, this
1: is it, though. This is going to be the payoff.
4: Hello? Bueno. Bueno, hi. Do you speak English? No. Excellent. There you go. (laughs) Do you know anything about a donkey in jail? Mike, uh, ask her about a donkey in jail. Go. (laughs) Un burro? (laughs) Impresamente? Bueno.
1: Bueno to you as well. Come on. Hablo inglés?
4: No. I just did. We already asked her that.
1: I asked her about it in prison. Bull, Boodle.
4: But ask her again. I'm
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got, dude. Your Latin ancestors must be very proud. (laughs) Sure.
4: (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, Ralph. Where's the Here, let's call this place. Call this place. Seriously. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) By the way, Mike told us, oh, yeah, I speak plenty of Spanish. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I I did? did. (laughs) Yes, you did. Okay. All right. Kentucky Fried (laughs) fried Chicken. Oh, this one's going to go good. (laughs) I hate <laughs> you. No, I can sense this is going to be. I hate you both. Bueno. Bueno, do you speak English? Bueno. Bueno.
5: <laughs> <laughs> do you speak English?
6: <laughs> All right.
5: Yeah. Mike, go. ¿Hablas inglés? No. Okay, good times. <laughs> Por Dios.
3: <laughs> come on,
5: come on, come on. <laughs> ¿Por qué? Uh, impresamente un burro. Why do you put a bullet, uh, uh, a she donkey in jail? She doesn't
0: speak English, Mike. She doesn't <laughs> speak English. Por
4: qué usted. All right.
0: Uh, here, let's call
4: the McDonald's. No, so, no, McDonald's, no, McDonald's no, no. No. The it. McDonald's right will know. Come on. The McDonald's will know. Someone there.
0: stop him. Call the McDonald's. Seriously. Take my, those phone my, numbers away from him. Do not dial that call.
4: Call the number. Do We're going to get to the bottom of this. Do not you dial are an enabler, phone. Mike. Capa. You people do not get that to the bottom of it
0: in McDonald's.
4: McDonald's in Chiapas. Okay, but this is it, right, though. This is the last call. Bueno, chiapas. Hello, do you speak English?
3: Si, senor.
0: Oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave, come why on. Do you, why do you participate? Hola. Why do you help? Hola, senor. Who speaks less English than Dave?
3: Chimichangas. He doesn't nachos. speak Spanish, yeah, and Dave he doesn't speak Spanish. English.
1: <laughs> and he's working at McDonald's trying Doritos. to sell us chimichangas and nachos right now. That's what Dave's doing. That's Dave's
4: understanding of the situation. All right, Maybe this didn't work as well as we had hoped.
0: No, oh, I thought it went well. Maybe. <laughs> Not great
7: um, if you ask me. I love it. Calling foreign countries never disappoints.
5: And this, this whole call, I was expecting the donkey to answer or wheel a bed of, Bad of okay. animal voices. <laughs>
7: yeah. yeah. Well, because last time I brought in the one where they called in, like, oh, we're so glad Ralph's not here. We're There's a donkey in jail in Mexico. And then they did it again when he came back.
5: Yeah. Great clip, then. Yeah. I love that Dave answered and didn't speak any Spanish. <laughs> oh.
7: <laughs> so anyway, that's all I've got.
5: All right, this concludes this episode of We Just Never Give Up. Thank you all for listening. And can uh, we have any way to reach you? Instagram, yes. Twitter.
6: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, if you want to check out the hot sauce, go ahead and go to liquidcartoon.com. You can email me if you want, tim at liquidcartoon.com. Or uh, yeah, look for videos on YouTube or Instagram.
7: And Tim will have a website that you can order through here shortly.
6: Yes, thanks to Jennifer. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Thank you for
8: coming on, Tim. <laughs>
5: My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole and he can't eat fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole and he can't eat fiber. What's the atomic weight of mercury?